you all wake up from a very short rest in which you guys recovered a little bit of health from a really, really long battle. I believe you hold up in the room that had the different tables, the room that once housed, or I guess still currently houses, a great chef. <laughs> Restored to its former glory with all the pots and pans now replaced. With all the necessary pots yes. and pans. Did the rest of us just sit there watching? It's like, are, is, are you going to do this all day? Is this going to be? Okay. <laughs> I'll be guiding the others if they want to help. Like, right, put that one, put that one there, and then that, and that one there. And, uh, yeah, oh, beautiful, yes. <laughs> it's not where the salad boat goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can kind of see on the carvings around the room how the table was once set up, and that there is a plate in the front where you would put offerings. And if you're looking around on the ground as you were before, you would find some like dried herbs, and you found some dried sausages inside one of the monster's bag. You assume that would be where you would put them. Why is there only one fork per bowl? Shouldn't there like be a salad fork and a cocktail fork? I mean, I just... Oh, you uh, you know a little bit about this stuff, do you, Akron? Uh, I mean, yeah, I've had to deal with this stuff. He's fancy. Oh, well, by all means, we'll lead by your example. Uh, well, it doesn't look like they're as fancy as I'm used to, I guess, would be the word. <laughs> oh, well, excuse me. Bourgeoisie! <laughs> uh-huh. Quite. I'll put back things as they appear in the picture and sort of stand back and admire the handiwork. Dust everything off. Make sure it looks presentable. Looks lovely. Seems like the room is brought back to its former resting place. Lovely. I'm glad that we fixed one tomb before we go on to desecrate another. It's it's nice that, <laughs> that we balanced things out. It's important to do what you can, Paddler. All about balance. It's karma. <laughs> yes. We have to get positive karma before we get negative karma. <laughs> exactly. It'll all even out, hopefully. Maybe putting a few things back will help us find this bloody music. Not having much luck, are we? Oh, we're not quite deep enough yet. Too many goats. It's true. There's a lot of goats. It's going to be great for my golem, though. He's going to look scary with his goat horn. How do you plan to attach that thing to that thing's head? Well, I mean, he's clay, so I can mold it however I want. Oh, in your image? Well, I mean, I could, but that would be a little... On the nose. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, he's not me. No, he's got two legs. Yeah, exactly. Do we uh, carry on down that path that we were going on and hope we don't find any more two-legged friends? Four-legged friends? I don't know. Are there other paths? Are there other paths that we saw? If you think way back, you had found an area that split off into three paths, but this was the one that had the oldest date. In the last battle, you had gone into an area that had an extra hallway, so there are starting to be more avenues as you progress along. And we haven't seen any signs of these things being summoned yet, have we? Mm-mm. Yeah, you haven't seen anything like that. Okay. I don't know yet. At the very least, if we get caught coming back out, we could tell them that we, you know, stopped demons from coming in. Mm-hmm. Plausible deniability. They're coming from somewhere. Tell them that we were on a demon-stopping mission. Exactly. That's a good idea as any. Do we uh, carry on down the path that we've been going down and then make sure that's clear before going down another? I think so. Seems like the oldest one. Okay. So you guys continue down this hallway, and Lufala is looking at each doorway as you pass by and reading the different names. Eventually she says, I I think I'm recognizing some of these names. This one seems familiar. Bob Smith. (laughs) Is it another just opened up no-door crypt, basically, like the others? Yes, this crypt has carvings on the side, but it seems to have been plated in iron. And... Lufal is looking at the she's looking at the names next to the doorway and she says it's Lumnet. That's an ancient name. It's it's part of the line of royal family. I think we're getting close. Oh, excellent. Good spot, Lufala. And yes, as you guys travel down these hallways, you notice the doorway is getting more and more elaborate and the names, the list of names getting longer and longer. And before long, you come upon a staircase that leads downwards in a big sweeping motion into a darker area below. For those of you that have dark vision, you can see that there is a big empty room at the bottom, but it's big enough that you cannot see to the edges. Is it similar to anything that we've seen in the teams previously no this is a whole new area i think we found the fancy people i think you might be right what's down there uh room <clears throat> not helpful 
Yeah, well, I mean, that's all I can see so far. I feel like that's probably one of the first things that Paddler learned to say. <laughs> Not helpful? Yeah, probably. Not helpful. <laughs> it's definitely one of the things he's filed away, yeah. Seeing as uh, we've already run into a bit of a pickle with our goat mates, does someone want to maybe go ahead and see if it's all alright down there? Get to it, Lumpy. Yeah, I'd say Paddler points to the golem as well. <laughs> Lumpy kind of like looks down the stairs and back up. Is he going to go down the stairs? Yeah. He can't talk to you, can he? No. Okay, so yeah, so you see him go down the stairs and fade into the darkness, and then there's a bit of silence. I mean, I wouldn't tell him to go out of sight. I'd just tell him to go down there and look around. Okay. Yeah, you can see him go to the bottom of the stairs and sort of scan around, and then he turns back towards you. <laughs> Hands in the air. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, He doesn't see anything. Still alive. Pity. Counts as a thumbs up, does it, Akron? I mean, it's not really a thumbs up. It's more like a, I don't see anything that's going to murder us right away. Oh, well, let's get on then. Yeah, and he didn't trip any traps on the way down, so that's good too. You guys go down to the bottom of the staircase, and you can see that this is a great big room, and you are coming down the right side of two staircases that lead down into this area, and... It's got a smooth, highly polished stone floor and great big pillars in each corner holding up the ceiling that fade into the darkness. And in the center of the room, there is a great big statue of some sort of construct. It has a big skirt of golden armor plating and shaped humanoid arms holding onto a big sword in front of it. And it has a crown of tall, sharp thorns surrounding its head. Have we seen any sign of these goat things this far down? Did we see the etchings and stuff? In the rooms previously, you had seen a lot of disturbance. Okay. It's definitely signs of them. In here, nothing really, if you want to roll me investigation. No, probably not. Seven. Do you don't see anything? You don't see shit. It's a cool statue. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to go examine the statue. Yeah, Paddler's okay. going to go up, too. If the, the skirt looks like it's made out of gold, he's going to take out his knife and see if there's a way to, like, shave some, some bits off. <laughs> Not a lot. We undesecrated that other one. <laughs> Just a statue in an empty room. I mean, Okay, all right, all right. We'll go for Akron at first. Okay. <laughs> all right, I'm going to examine it for any evidence that it moves. Okay. It has very intricate points on its arms and shoulders, and you can see that the skirt that's around its legs definitely is plated in such a way that it's not one solid piece. It's laid on top of each other. Then I'm going to halt Paddler before he starts cutting into it and say, it might move. One more thing, you do notice that on the sword, there is some dwarvish runes reading down the entire length of it. Maybe Lufala could translate for us. Lufala, can you come over here for a moment? Yeah, she's already standing nearby, looking at it. Can you read these runes? Yeah, she's looking at it over. Hmm, I think it's some kind of saying. It says, music is light and silence, and light is a ward in the dark. I don't know what it means. Is that some dwarvish thing? Play music. I was just going to say, yeah, you might want to play something. No, any dwarf songs? Dwarf songs. Uh, no. Does Paddler know any dwarf songs? I don't think I do. I knew a few, but they're kind of short. <laughs> short dwarf joke. Classic. <laughs> Whistle while we work. See, that's the only one I know. <laughs> I'm going to make a... I guess what would this be a performance check to see if if Hather knows any dwarf songs? Hi. <laughs> yeah, make me first a history check. Okay. To see if you know of any. Fourteen. You've been around dwarves. You hear them singing. Okay. You know their style. Okay. You can try and do a performance if you want to try and play a song. For yeah, it. sure, sure, sure. Uh, that one was not as good. Uh, it's a ten. What instrument do you choose? Probably my drum. So you start beating on this drum. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch the rest of the room as he does this. <laughs> okay. And playing a little ditty, and you hear the construct in front of you start to creak a little bit, and its arms are shifting just slightly. Uh-oh. I'm going to step back. Yeah, dust steps back big time. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
You're doing good, Paddler. Keep at it. Paddler gives a, a, a nervous thumbs up and, mm-hmm. and keeps <laughs> tapping the, the marching okay. rhythm that he knows. Do you want another performance roll? Or? Yeah, go ahead. 13 on that one. Very slowly as you work out a melody and a beat mm-hmm. upon your drum, this thing comes to life and you see slowly the gold plating start to glow slightly and over time the great spikes on its head start to glow white hot in the darkness and the whole room becomes a little bit brighter as this thing creaks into life. How tall is it? It's about eight feet tall. It's very slightly taller than normal humans. And twice the size of a dwarf. <laughs> They're compensating. They're overcompensating. Mm-hmm. Of course. Everything is huge. Everything is huge. <laughs> In Barasca Hall. <laughs> <laughs> I want to nudge at Cron and just be like, Paddler is a bard. <laughs> Paddler is a bard. I'd be a squished bard too. I know, I can't wait to see what happens. <laughs> Hard pancakes for breakfast. Paddler <laughs> says, Paddler has good ears, not helpful. <laughs> <laughs> Akron kind of pulls Lufala back a little. <laughs> Lufala is in awe, but goes to your better judgment and steps backwards as this thing lifts up its sword and looks at you, Paddler, and it holds the sword out in front of itself. It's sort of holding it blade down. Paddler looks at Akron. He's afraid to stop beating the drum at this point because if he, like now the thing's pointing a sword at him, but at the same time he's like doesn't know if he should continue. <laughs> Does it look like it's holding it loosely, like it saying like take it? Don't know. I'm gonna look at Lumpy and go like go grab the sword. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lumpy attempts to grab the sword. Yeah. When Lumpy approaches and reaches out to the sword, the construct pulls it in close to its chest again and brings it up into a more level position. Okay. Akron, this seems really familiar to you. Hmm. Why? Do you want to roll me a history check? Sure. <laughs> Thank you, DM. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I actually rolled well, too. Let's see. That is a 23. So it seems really familiar to you. <laughs> You've heard about this. This is a legend among the dwarves that the gnomes might have told you about before. This is a construct that was supposedly made by Alvo, which Ooh. is a goddess of craft. Ooh. You were pretty sure that this was just a myth until this moment. And you are in the presence of a demigod. Ooh. Oh, shit. So this is a construct that was built by Avo during a long war with demons. It was built in order to ward off fiends. Oh, well then that would come in useful. Not working great then. <laughs> Good paddler keep playing! Yes, keep sure, playing. Sure, why not? What was the thing's name? Alvo is a dwarven goddess of craft that created it. You don't know if this thing ever had a name. You know that she, at one point, descended upon the realm during the war of demons that the dwarves had when digging underground. Classic dwarves. And she built a construct in order to protect them. Hey there, big guy. (laughs) You don't seem to be doing a great job of keeping fiends out of here. Oh, good. Just tell the demigod that he's slacking on the job. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> I just, uh, all right. Jealousy's a terrible thing, Akron. Just because Lumpy's a little in the short in the loafers, so you don't need to take it out on this one. Lumpy will get there. I'm not going to have any goddess pass me up on column creation. <laughs> oh, my god! Oh, my goddess. <laughs> Akron's going to be like, I think this is a golem created by Altho. Uh, it's supposed to help ward off fiends, but you know. Oh. Uh, other than that, I don't know. I, it's, I thought it was a myth. Do we know who Alvo is? Is, is, that, is she a recognizable deity for non-dwarves? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And when he says the name, you all are like, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I've heard about that. It's definitely a common enough uh, name. Mm, yes. Mm. It's a very popular person to worship when you're a dwarf. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Classic dwarf deity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Classic dwarves of their craftsmanship. Are there any other ways out of this room? Mm-hmm. There are a couple doorways that are leading off behind the statue and to the right and left. Paddler's banging his drum and he says, um, Statue, go kill fiends. And it picks up the sword and holds it in front of itself and marches down one of the hallways. All right. Paddler perks up. 
<laughs> He's got a big <laughs> grin on his stupid bird face. He's like, I did it! I did it! Yeah. <laughs> the pikes on its head are lighting up the hallway as it walks along. A gentle glow follows it. Lufala claps excitedly. Wow. Well, I gotta see this shit, yeah. Especially, he, he's not entirely convinced the thing will just shut down again if he stops playing, so he's just <laughs> doing a marching tempo along. You know, it's just the same, like, four bars over and over. It's all he remembers. It's like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Yeah, yeah. Akron's like, how about something a little more, like, battling, you know? Paddler glares at him for a second. That would be a 12, so he shakes his head. Nope, we're sticking with this one. This is what we got. Yeah. Can't make a new song. This is the only one I know. So we're sticking with this one. Can I have a look at the place where the statue's just left and just mm-hmm. investigate if there was... It, was it on a plinth or anything? Or Ooh, Look at you with your fancy word. Plinth. Plinth. <laughs> <laughs> it's on a marked off area of the ground. You can tell that it definitely has a place, but it's not raised in any way. There are carvings that are surrounding it and markings that seem to invoke the appearance of a sun. Okay. Any gold shavings? <laughs> Not just laying on the ground, no. No? All right, well, that's right. <laughs> do we reckon that thing can lead us to the lost music, or are we just going to let him do his thing while he uh, kills the demons and the fiends for us? I would assume that it would be on the route, at the very least. Couldn't be in this room? This looks more like a holding chamber than a tomb. Yeah, along the walls you can see different depictions of, like, the war, but no music. Some people playing drums. I'll point that out to Paddler and be like, look, that's you. Paddler's nodding vigorously. <laughs> Can't stop, though. Afraid of what'll happen if I stop. Gotta keep banging on the drum. Yep. <laughs> Opinions are getting tired. I'm following this thing. Paddler's... Okay. He's he's drunk with power. This is like <laughs> twice in a week where he's actually barred something successfully. <laughs> Lufal is very excited to follow as well. I'm gonna have Lumpy guard whatever doorway we go in. Okay. Um, it's a bit of a hallway, so do you just want him to stand there until he's out of eyesight, or...? I'll tell him to stay within visual range of us. So he's staying a little bit behind you guys, but okay. 60 feet or so. Sure. So you guys continue down this hallway, mm-hmm. and lit up by the white spikes on its head, you can see different depictions of battles carved along these walls, and feasting... Happy homes with large families. Seems like it's a lot of story to tell with these royals. Eventually, when you're walking down, you start to hear a commotion at the under end of this hallway. Crashing and scrabbling. I think you hear some fiends. Hurry! Don't want to miss the slaughter! It's true. Are you sure? (laughs) You should also help it. Not me being slaughtered! Don't want to miss it! Are we sure we're not walking into a bit of a infested pit here, or...? Well, we have a giant demigod with us now, so, you know. Oh, he's a bit rusty, isn't he? <laughs> I did not see any rust, and I think that anything that Altho created would never rust. Mm. Oh. All right, well. Because she is a goddess that knows what she's doing. <laughs> well, I mean, we did run into, like, three or four goat things back there, but... Okay. Gods like to listen. You guys are continuing down the hallway, and it opens up eventually into another sweeping staircase downward. You can see that there is a even larger room beyond. And if you guys are peeking in mm-hmm. behind this thing as it just stomps forward. Yep. I'm going to watch as it goes down the stairs. <laughs> yes, it, it very easily walks down the staircase, and you can hear the noises getting louder and louder. Oh, look at that fluid movement. <laughs> All the mechanics are beautiful. All the points of articulation. (laughs) I need to talk to this goddess. So many points of articulation. (laughs) And over all of this din in the room, you can more feel than hear great booming footsteps. For the golem or something else? It is not the golem. Okay. We're about to have a kaiju battle here, people. (laughs) Bless you. (laughs) It's a good thing we brought the golem with us. And Ron Perlman. Yeah. <laughs> he does help. <laughs> I don't really like the sound of that. No, that that sounds like it's going to be trouble. Let's go. <laughs> oh, all right. Lumpy, come up here. Akron hops on his shoulders. Charge! <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're friends now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get my longbow out. Adler's just going to keep drumming. <laughs> I'm going to summon my uh, great axe. Me. You know what? I'm going nice. to get my light crossbow ready to you. Yeah. Okay. Everyone's gearing up. Mm-hmm. 
As the scene makes its way into the room and down the staircase, the hall lights up a little bit and you can see that there are eight of those horrible goat things just trashing this room, absolutely destroying, throwing things around and opening graves. And it was a great room. There's just a wall of carvings and a great big tomb in the center and several smaller tombs lined up next to it, absolutely surrounded by different treasures and belongings of the people that were buried here. You fiends! (laughs) That's our treasure! The first thing that you probably notice when you walk in the room, though, is above this tomb on the wall of great carvings and amongst all the depictions of battle and great victories, there is a line of musical notes carved amongst the battle. Even more noticeable, stomping around in front of these, is a giant. Period. Just period, giant. giant. Just giant, period. Got it. Just a giant. <laughs> a giant. Where, where's, where's? I think we're. Oh, okay. where's the the construct? Where is is he laying waste to the fiends, or where did he go? I thought we were following him down into the room. It is stomping down the staircase, okay. and as these things are milling about in front of all mm-hmm, the tombs mm-hmm. and destroying, the construct lights up the room, and these fiends look up at it and start shrieking at the sight of it and running into different doorways, and this thing just mm. very steadily stomps after them and raises its sword. Okay. Oh, what kind of giant? You know, like a giant one. Do you know anything about giants? You know, maybe like a survival? I don't know if I know anything about giants. Are they common? you've heard about them they're usually not here this one is covered in old rusted plate armor it has rags hanging off of it and she has long braided hair but just ugly mug and a great hammer in her hands 17 survival do we know that giants and dwarves are like mortal enemies or something Um, giants and dwarves aren't necessarily mortal enemies. It's more of the way that a wolf is the enemy of a hunter. Giants happen to be in a lot of the same places that dwarves happen to be, especially this one, which would be a hill giant. These mountains are big enough. Something of the cold mountains. They just sort of hang out, and it seems like one's wandered in here. Does it look like it was in charge of the demons? Or just, like, in the same room, like, (laughs) chilling? Just chilling. Hanging out. (laughs) It's kind of hard to say. They were definitely all hanging around in the same area. And you can hear it was like stomping around and the demons were shrieking after it. So it seems like that they were not attacking each other. Well, I'm going to find a corner to post up in while this thing fights, I guess. (laughs) I think I'm going to need bigger firepower for this one. (laughs) You're going to need a bigger boat. Yeah. (laughs) Is it showing any interest in the construct? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, and is the construct showing any interest in it, or is it just totally focused on the fiends? It is focused on the fiends. As the construct makes its way down the stairs, it gets down to the bottom floor landing, and the fiends look at it, the goatmen screech, and they all run off into a hallway. Okay. And it follows, leaving you guys with the giant. With the giant. That's right. Who is now looking around. It's staring after the construct and the fiends that are screaming and running away. And it lets out a roar and stomps on the ground. Oh, boo-hoo. I'm going to cast your wisdom on Lumpy. (laughs) Okay. And then pat him on the butt and send him in. (laughs) Go for it. (laughs) Get it, team. You got this. You got this. (laughs) All right, so Lumpy just lumbers forward. Yep. He lumps forward. He's a dead Lumpy. Is what he is he a is. dead Lumpy, probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the the giantess looks at you, swings its head around, and looks down at Lumpy, and picks up this giant hammer and stomps on the ground and lets out a deafening roar. Does anyone speak giant? No. <laughs> no. Paddler says, "Can got spell." Don't know if I should stop dropping, though. <laughs> I think you can stop drumming. <laughs> He's not even in the same room anymore. It's a good point. 
With the giant's roar, you hear a strange tinkling sound from the ceiling, and you see a bunch of icicles vibrating, and they fall down on top of you. I need everyone to make me a death save. Oh, okay. Nice, throwing some traps in. All right. All right. Nice touch. (laughs) Oh, that went poorly for me. Welcome to the club. Uh 17. 9. 14. I win with a three. <laughs> a three, okay. Well, I guess Lumpy probably needs to make one too, huh? Yes. Do they also fall on the giant? No, they do not fall on the giant. <laughs> Lumpy got a nine. Those ranged shouts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Drusilla, Lumpy, and Akron are each going to take five points of damage. You! As these icicles fall and smash on you. And it looks like the ground in front of you is pretty broken up by all these now everyone roll me initiative right this thing is about 40 feet away from you 22 for paddler and how big is the giant 15 feet 15 feet okay it's a big big lady (laughs) so uh i lost concentration on heroism oh no i got a 10 for initiative eight for dust that's another three three yep that's two crit fails for me. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Oof. That's rough, buddy. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're getting Jason's dice. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Hopefully he gets the combat dice that Jason got. I would say you can uh, <laughs> give him back, but I don't want him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Lumpy gets an action before the start of the round, because you sent him forward first. What do you want to yeah. do with him? <laughs> Run the other way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's just gonna hit. We're trying to. How far can he move? I think he can get right up to it, right? 40 feet? Uh, 40 feet, yeah. Okay, so he's gonna run right up to this thing. Got it. Uh, and he's gonna try to slam, but he's gonna miss probably. 13 to hit. That won't hit. Yeah. Just kind of bangs off his shin, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, when you walk into a, a bed or a desk mm-hmm. or something, ah! you just hit your shin. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> It looks like he's patting her on the knee. Not helpful. (laughs) She sort of just looks down at him. Tiny little man. (laughs) And then it's going to be Paddler's turn. Paddler's first. Paddler's first. We just had a short rest, right? We didn't take a long rest. Mm -hmm. All right. So I didn't get any of my inspiration back, but I think I've got a couple spell slots left. Paddler will stop drumming, and he hopes that doesn't keep the the monster from fighting, or the the construct, I should say. And he's going to cast Dissonant Whisper on the giant. Mm -hmm. He throws his voice to some extent. Tallness is overcompensation. (laughs) He's just born this way. (laughs) He's got to make a wisdom (laughs) saving throw. (laughs) Don't give her body issues. (laughs) (laughs) Eleven? That does not make it. So the giant takes... Six points of damage and moves away from Paddler as far as they can go. Okay, so she covers her ears mm-hmm. and shakes her head and stumbles backwards and turns around. But mm-hmm. there is a wall with the tomb and everything okay. about 15 feet behind it. So it just kind of is backed up against the wall now. Mm-hmm. How close are we to Paddler? Can I get an off attack on her? No, you all are pretty far away. If you're at the bottom of the staircase, because you all like hunkered down before battle, Mm -hmm. you're probably about 30 feet away. Okay, I just thought I'd say. Pretty far away, which is good news in this case. How tall are the ceiling? 30 feet up, maybe 40. Okay. Looks like it could definitely accommodate another giantess standing on her shoulders. (laughs) (laughs) No. Not that that would happen. Uh, (laughs) It's just two giantesses in a giant trench coat. Yeah. Okay, Drusilla, it's your turn. All right, so what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to cast Flaming Sphere, and then I'm going to place it in front of the giantess. Okay. And try to keep her at bay with it. What does it look like? Well, I imagine I would like my Flaming Sphere to look like a big fist with a middle finger sticking up. (laughs) Is that possible? Uh, I imagine it with like a really long catty nail on it too. Like a yeah, yeah. Yes. It's just a flame <laughs> coming off the finger. There's no way you can type with that fingernail. Yeah. yeah. Those nails are lit though, all right? Oh my god. Oh, I really want that as a sticker. Oh, you really get inspiration. <laughs> yes. That's so good. Open the door. <laughs> Those nails are lit on your flaming spear. I can't believe it took me that long to get that. 
take one of my inspiration. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Double inspiration. All right. So then the giantess needs to make a deck save. Ooh, she is not very dexterous. That's a nine. So eight points of fire damage then. Nice. Okay. And hopefully the icicles are melting now. <laughs> so Flaming Sphere, does that sort of just sit there? With a bonus action, I can ram her with it every round, so. So it's just sort of sitting there right now. Yeah, right now it's just kind of in front of her, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I'm going to ram her with my flaming fist <laughs> with, the, with the lit nails. Oh my. <laughs> I've seen that movie. <laughs> I have questions that I don't want the answer to. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so this sphere rushes forward and hits her square in the chest. And then it flicks her off. <laughs> <laughs> she yells out again as the, the flames lick up her armor and some of her tattered clothes. She's very unhappy about that. That's fair. <laughs> Life is hard. Dust, your turn. Okay, I'd like to... The staircase, it's it's all in the room, isn't it? It's like come from the door and then gone down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sort of just like a grand entrance. Nice. Okay, I will put a protective arm around Lufala and start to back up the stairs 20 feet or so, just away from the giant, and then loosen arrow. Okay. Oh, that's a natural one. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you just shot Lufala. Good job. <laughs> Luckily, Lufala's behind you. But the rest of us are not. Ooh, okay, how do we handle this? <laughs> Ooh. You try and shoot this, and you're also trying to guide Lufala, and you slip and drop your longbow onto the ground. Ah! Arrow sticking out a lumpy. Tripped over my own tail. (laughs) But do miss anyone else. The arrow clatters to the ground as you shot improperly. I'm all right. I'm all all right. I'm not worried about you so much as the rest of us. (laughs) You carry on. (laughs) Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. (laughs) (laughs) Akron, it's your turn. I'm going to tell Lumpy to move left away from the flaming ball of anger (laughs) and try to hit the giant. I'm going to restrap my crossbow to my back and then I'm going to go up the wall. Just, Just climb it? Yep. Do you have spider climb? Uh, I mean, yeah. When did did that happen? (laughs) What a fun one. (laughs) I get it because I'm a half-elf. Oh, right. That's right. You get it because you're a half-elf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wink. Gotcha. Yeah. It's definitely not because I'm part vampire. <laughs> so you've got quite a ways to get to the ceiling, but Damn here. we're going to make that a solid 40 <laughs> feet then so that you can strategize for you. But you, you see Akron just sort of scurry up this wall. How far are you going? <laughs> I think I can only go 30. Let me see. 35. So yeah, I'll get almost to the roof. Okay. Have I ever seen him do this before? Nope. Nope. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then I'll dash and I'll go across the ceiling. Okay, so up here, I would say with all of the different icicles and stuff, it's going to be rough terrain. Okay, so yeah, I'll just move. You go as far as you can. So you're about halfway into this room. Luckily, Paddler can't see. (laughs) Yeah, I think Paddler would have a reaction to that. Hello, lovely listeners. This is Lee Baldwin, your DM. I'm once again thanking you all so much for listening to our show. We've had a huge increase in listeners this last week, and I really appreciate every single one of you taking the time out of your day to listen. If you would like more content from us, you can always check out our Instagram or our Twitter. On Instagram, we're at abstractadventures.dnd, and on Twitter, we're at adventurousroll. We have posts nearly every single day and updates each week, so that's a great way to get a little bit more abstract adventures in your life. If you tell your friends about us on Twitter using that at AdventurousRoll tag, or if you leave us a review on iTunes, you could end up on the show. I've been building a little list of fan names and everyone that has talked about us, and I will be rolling on those whenever I have a new NPC that I need a name for. A reminder that Spotify now has ratings on their mobile app, so if you don't mind taking a couple more seconds and leaving us a few stars if you enjoy our show, we would really appreciate that. That helps us find more lovely listeners to just like you. Even Footing Games, the gaming network that Jason and I are part of, has just released its very first book, 
Babies and Broadswords. It's a simple 1d6 system where you get to play a tenacious little toddler on big adventures. And you can get this book for yourself. It's got all of the rules, it's got the campaign setting, it's got classes and monsters and treasure, and even a few starter stories to get you started on your adventures. So go ahead and check out Babies and Broadswords. We have PDFs and paperbacks available on Amazon. Hardcover books will be here soon. And you can check out a demo on DriveThruRPG of it as well, just in case you can't wait to get started right away. Also, be sure to check out Heroes of Hinterspalt on D&D 420, where Jimmy St. James will tell you in retrospective of the adventures that his very dynamic groups gets into each week. It's a very short show, usually under 10 or 20 minutes, and it's a great way to fit more D&D into your week. So that's Heroes of Hinterspalt on the D&D 420 podcast. And one more thing, if you would like to support us, go ahead and check out our Ko-Fi page at ko-fi.com abstract adventures and consider signing up for a monthly subscription. That money will go towards keeping the lights on here at abstract adventures and will also contribute to upgrading our equipment. We have tiers for as little as one to five dollars a month or you can get a ten dollar a month tier in which will get you an adventure of your own led by Jason Cassidy who plays Paddler. So for just ten dollars you can have a monthly adventure with Jason and I and support the show. Thank you again and thank you to Jason Cassidy for writing and performing our intro and outro music. Let's all get back to the show. So, Akron just scurried his way up and across the ceiling, dodging around the icicles. <laughs> but nobody saw it. I think all of you would have been focused on the battle, so you might not have seen him back up and back up the wall. <laughs> <laughs> How convenient. Mm-hmm. It's almost like he planned it that way. Mm, tricksy devil. The giantess uncovers her ears and looks down at this little mud man at her feet and makes a big swipe and goes to grab Lumpy. Dodge, Lumpy. Yes, Lumpy is about to get grappled, so strength or dex? Strength. I'm doing great on rolls today. Uh, seven. All right. Oh, I thought I lost. I rolled a nine. Wasn't a crit so. fail, at least. <laughs> I was just like, I think yeah. he's fine. Oh, he's not. Oh, he's no. not. Oh, no. <laughs> you see the giantess reach down and just snatch Lumpy up in her hand. He's much lumpier now. Mm-hmm. She stomps on the ground again and lets out another roar. And you hear the raining in the ceiling. Akron, the icicles around you start to fall. And I need everyone on the ground to make me another deck save. All right. Lumpy hugs her hand. <laughs> Friendship. <laughs> That's an eight for Paddler. Seven for Dust. Ooh. Not good. Fifteen for Drusilla. I mean, I'm already on the floor, so. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Paddler and Dust take three bludgeoning damage. Ouch. Mufala is cowering in the hall behind you, Dust, and is out of the way. So helpful. <laughs> she hopefully can heal us when we're all dying. So. <laughs> She's not an adventurer like you guys. She doesn't know what to do. Good job we both are with us. <laughs> <laughs> so glad we're carrying this dead and weight around. She's told you guys pretty much all of the story because apparently none of you can speak Dwarvish between the four of you. She actually might be the MVP. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't even have the armored lady. Okay. All right, all right, Lee. All right. I'm sorry. We we sorry. We take the piss out of the NPC. <laughs> Leave my NPCs alone. <laughs> She's the best NPC ever. <laughs> She's our C3PO. <laughs> oh God, no! How dare you hurt me in this way? <laughs> NPC three PO. <laughs> All right, Padler, it's your turn again. You said there were music notes written above, like carved into the wall. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like framing the tomb that's on the ground that is now in front of the frost giant. All right. Padler hasn't drawn a weapon yet. He's just been banging on his drum, which hangs at his side. So it's kind of like on a bandolier. So he doesn't even need to drop it. It's just always there. Mm -hmm. He reaches behind. For a second, he he hesitates. He's not sure if he's going to grab his crossbow or the loot, but he pulls out the loot. And he's going to try to play the notes that are written on the music around the tomb. Okay. Make me a performance check. Boy, I wish I could inspire myself. (laughs) That's a 13. You're able to read the notes pretty proficiently. 
mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. pluck them out on your lute. It's not an especially inspiring performance, but... Doesn't have to be good. Just gotta be right. <laughs> yep. You get the melody and you get a feel for what it is. It's a melancholic war song, it seems like. And mm-hmm. the giantess floors her brow and shakes her head when she hears it. Pavler's gonna yell out as a reaction. Lufala, play music! <laughs> she looks around from behind the archway cowering and just, Right now? <laughs> yes! <laughs> Drusel, it's your turn. <laughs> All right, I'm going to ram the giantest flaming spear with your fist. <laughs> with my flaming fist, you just like saying that's that. a different spell. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, she needs to make that save. Okay, I rolled a one. So nice. <laughs> this giant nice. tries to move out of the way of the big flaming ball in front of her and slips and falls onto the ground and drops Lumpy. Yay! Yay! So eight points of fire damage, and then I'm going to Eldritch Blast her as my action. Cool. For a 21. That'll hit. For a total of four points of force damage. Ooh. All right! Hey. Knocking it down. <laughs> right? <laughs> Whittling her away. Swinging for the fences. She's going to have to worry about that hangnail later. Yep. <laughs> Dust, it's your turn. Um, I will pick myself up off the floor. Give the giantess a little wink because we both did something we weren't supposed to do. <laughs> uh, and then I will draw my longbow shoot again. I'm sorry, someone's setting off fireworks outside, which is the <laughs> sound chicken. It's okay. <laughs> it happens. It does. Happy New Year. People having fun. <laughs> Aren't they a day early? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's 14 to hit. 14, that will hit. Oh, yes. Okay. It's a big lady. It's hard to miss. <laughs> 11. 11 damage. Ooh. Nice. Ooh, nice hit. Okay. Feel like I've redeemed myself slightly. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so you managed to shoot her right in the shoulder, and she buckles and yells out in pain. Very Boromir esque. <laughs> yes. Oh no. Give <laughs> <laughs> me flashback. Oh no. It is Akron's turn now. I'm gonna pull out my little rock of wonder and flick it down at the giant. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid rock. <laughs> okay. Seven damage. You hit it square in the head. Then it comes back to me, and I'm like, "Happy Kickerass!" <laughs> and he tries and fails. He tries because he got a seven. Mm, mm-mm. Lumpy just sort of beats uselessly on her giant feet. Nothing happens. <laughs> He's enamored with her. It's okay. It's... <laughs> He's not really putting his heart into it. No. Someone's got a crush. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's going to be crushed if he doesn't do it. Do something. <laughs> yeah. She's just held him so far, so, I mean, yeah. some people are into that. <laughs> you never know. Lufala peeks out from the doorway and looks over to you, Paddler, and, and kind of shrugs and starts plucking at her lute nervously. Does she understand what she's supposed to be plucking at? Does she see the music as well, or is she just... She's scared. She just, no. She's not sure what you're trying to tell her right now. Okay. But okay. she does give you inspiration. You get a d12. All right, I'll take it. She's trying her best, and the soothing music mm-hmm. does its wonders, as always. I'll use that d12 when I try again next time. Right. <laughs> it's nice to have good bards around. Uh-huh. Hey, all right, look. <laughs> I've got no charisma modifier. I can only use inspiration once a day. All right. Oh, <laughs> all right, the giantess stands back up and looks down at Lumpy smashing at her feet and makes a snatch for him again. I think she's into him too. <laughs> Who are we to get in the way of these two crazy kids? Uh-huh. 12. She grabs him again, snatches right. him right up off the ground, and stands up to her full height again. But she doesn't roar this time. Goes around to Paddler. Paddler's going to keep playing. I'm going to make another performance check. Now that I've got the tune of the melody, I'm going to use that inspiration. That is uh, 11, 15, 19. So you get the music perfectly this time. And. Nice. Play out the notes, you've kind of figured out how it's supposed to go, and you mm-hmm. see that a lute may not be the best instrument to be playing this on, but it's proficient yeah. enough. Okay. The saxophone. <laughs> the saxophone. Saxophone. You play this music, and the giantess holds her head again and looks around. She seems upset. Okay. Drusilla, it's your turn. 
I'm going to go for another round with the flaming fist. Then I will Eldritch Blast her again. Okay. <laughs> so deck save. By the time Padler figures this out, you guys are going to have the giant all taken care of. Uh, that's a 16 <laughs> for the deck save. Okay, so I think that she passes. So she takes half damage. So, so she takes two points of fire damage. It's rough. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. But she takes 13 points of force damage. Knock her on her butt again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not quite this time. Her metaphorical butt. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Her spiritual butt. Spiritually, she is on her butt again. (laughs) Spiritual ass is the only ass. Spiritual ass. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's a giant ass on that giant (laughs) ass. That spiritual ass, though. Dust, it's your turn. So bolstered by this lovely music that's now playing, I'll kind of walk down the steps a little, take another shot, and then use my action surge to follow up with another 13 to hit. 13 doesn't make it. Ooh! The arrow bounces Damn off it. her armor. Gar! So I'll keep following it up. You can do it. Uh, that's a natural 19, so... Ooh! Yeah. 24. 24 to hit will certainly hit. Every other hit's a good one. <laughs> Better than nothing. Good enough. <laughs> and that's a uh, 9 damage. Yeah, you hit this arrow pretty close to home in her chest, and you can see that this severely wounded her, and she's starting to look a little bit rough. Okay. This thick black blood is coming out. Oof. And Akron. She was just trying to corral the demons. Jeez, guys. <laughs> I'm going to do something different and flick a stone at her. You're already on the roof. Yeah, how much different can you get? <laughs> Oh, max damage though, so nine damage. Okay. And then I'm going to say, Lumpy, don't just sit there. Try to break out of that. <laughs> He's going to try to break out of it. That's a sick athletic strength. Yeah, it's not gonna. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> She's not even gonna roll. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I'll roll in case I get. But yeah, no, no. Sorry. Chances are low. It would be somewhat impossible for her to. <laughs> Not hold on to you. So maintains a firm grip on Lumpy. And you see her raising her arm up. And she attempts mm. to put her mouth around Lumpy. Oh my god. Whoa. Oh nice. You don't t- put that in your mouth. You don't know where it's going. <laughs> <laughs> here for this. For real. <laughs> and she attempts to swallow Lumpy whole. Oh my goodness. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. She's definitely getting all her vitamins and minerals this time. That's going to be a lumpy in her throat. <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive, though. I mean, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> can we befriend this giant? <laughs> no. <laughs> I need you to make me another grapple check. I mean, she doesn't seem to have much of a gag reflex or something. That's what I'm about. saying. Like, she can yeah, Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> no. 13. And you see Lumpy disappear. Disappear. This giant smell. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Is it like a cartoon where they get like the outline in their neck? <laughs> no. Just... Oh. <laughs> Not quite, but <laughs> she's very large. Lumpy does go into her mouth and <laughs> You see her try and swallow him. And she does it. And Lumpy is going to take... Yeah, she does do that thing. Lumpy's wow. going to take... <laughs> oh no. Lumpy's going to take nine points of piercing damage. Oof. You do feel that he's still alive with your connection to Lumpy, though. Right. If you can call it that. <laughs> yeah. He's just very, very, very distressed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's not happy about the situation. He's excited. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's his mm. thing, actually. He's in divorce. <laughs> I was going to say, is Lumpy in divorce? Don't yeah. yuck his lamb. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> he is the yum right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Paddler, it's your turn. She does not do her roar this time. I don't even want to play anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this too far? <laughs> it's too far. Paddler thumps himself on the forehead. Dwarves don't play lutes. Come on now. That's dumb. And he, and he puts his lute down and he swings the drum back around. And it's not as easy to transpose in your head from one musical instrument to the other mm-hmm. when you're playing notes. But he's going to try to beat out the same tattoo and cadence on the drum. Fifteen. Yeah, you're able to translate it pretty well. And you're playing the music okay. once again. And you see the giantess clutch her chest and try mm-hmm. and cover her ears. But she's very, very broken up right now. 
indigestion from the- mm-hmm. yeah she's not feeling good already and she ain't lumpy yeah <laughs> oh 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 not doing so great uh but the music does seem to have an effect on her good he's gonna keep it up then with gusto he's playing with gusto <laughs> drusilla all right well i'm gonna do the same song and dance that i've been doing pew, pew. i think it's just pew until I reach fifth level, but oh, you know. then it's pew pew. Yeah. yeah, then it's pew pew. But Ram, oh, four. Well, I only did four points of damage, so there's that. This is still fire, right? Yeah, I don't know if that matters, but you do notice that it is significantly hurting her more than you would expect to. Yeah. All right. So does she get hit with a thirteen? <laughs> Not quite. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I did something this round. I don't you did. <laughs> you did. I just rammed her. That's it. <laughs> yeah, you see your Eldritch Blast blast off the wall behind her. All right, fair enough. Dust, it's your turn. Hello. Yeah, I'm going to just shoot her again. Finish her. 15. 15, yep, that'll hit. All right. Fluffy. That is 12. 12 damage. Oh, no, that's not right. Sorry. 10, 10 damage. 10 damage. 10 damage. Good enough. Yes. How do you kill this thing? Oh, yes. Okay. I will walk forward with my longbow straight out in front of me and I will aim for the throat where Lumpy hopefully isn't. (laughs) (laughs) He's probably past that by now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Swimming in the stomach juices. Yeah. 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 Go straight for the kind of the neck area. Okay. Yeah, you see your arrow find home in its neck, and it quickly falls to the ground with a big <gasps> crash. Lumpy! And victory. You guys did it. Yay! Yay! Yay!